Webster's Dictionary defines compliance as the action or fact of complying with a wish or command. This is the Compliance Guy. The Compliance Guy. As a healthcare provider or healthcare professional, navigating the muddy waters of compliance can get tricky. And that's why we're here. Helping you mitigate risk while increasing your profitability. This is the Compliance Guy. Now, here's your host, Sean Weiss. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Compliance Guy. I'm Sean Weiss, and as always, thank you all so much for tuning in, logging on, and just hanging out with me for a little while as I get to talk about all things compliance. So today we're going to do a daily dose, and I'm going to try to keep this one within the parameters of uh, 10 to 15 minutes. I posted in my blog the other day something about HR 8800 which is better referred to as the Supporting Medicare Providers Act of 2022. Now, if you have not followed this, you need to be. And the simple reason is that Medicare providers are facing a potential cut in reimbursement of up to 8.4%. The 8.4% is comprised of a 4.4% to the conversion factor and then a secondary cut, which is called a PAYGO sequestration cut that ranges anywhere from 2% all the way up to a cap of 4%. So it is possible that providers could see an 8.4% cut in Medicare. Now, if you participate with commercial payers and your contracts are structured at a percentage of Medicare, your commercial contracts may be taking the same 8.4% cut or whatever the cut is for Medicare if if Congress does not intervene. But remember, folks, it's not just an 8.4% cut. You have to take into consideration inflation. Inflation has been ranging in the nine to mid nine percent each month for the last several months. So you're talking about almost a 20% swing in provider revenues. So, real quick, HR 8800 was. A resolution, a House resolution that was referred to the subcommittee on health back on September 14 of 2022. But since then, there's been crickets. The question is why? And whether Congress, who, by the way, doesn't have to worry about health care in the same way that we as civilians do. Does Congress realize that if these cuts hold up, there will be a mass exodus from the Medicare system? Providers are either going to retire early or they're going to shut their door to Medicare and any insurance company that follows suit with reducing provider fees. Look, 
the industry is already facing a crisis with respect to a shortage of physicians. We have less physicians entering into medical school than we have had in the past. We have younger generations coming out that they don't have the same desire to engage in the 60-hour, 70-hour, 80-hour work weeks that their predecessors did, but they want the same amount of compensation. They just want more of a work-life balance, and that creates an unsustainable situation. Look, take the crisis with respect to the shortage of physicians, and then couple that with the devastation left behind by how COVID-19 was handled. Whether you agree with mandates, whether you agree with how things were done, it doesn't matter. COVID left in its wake a tremendous mess. We had mandatory shutdowns. We had closures of surgery rooms, ASCs. There were no elective surgeries. And now you have a looming cut based on a reduction to the conversion factor, and as I said, a pay-go sequestration cut. And it creates a situation that our industry could take a decade to recover from, or maybe it never does. So HR 8800 was introduced by Congressman Barra and Bashan. And what it does is basically it looks to amend Title 18 of the Social Security Act to extend certain increases in payments for physicians' services under the Medicare program through 2023. Now, it is the sense of Congress that the Secretary of Health and Human Services, the House of Representatives, and the Senate need to commit to take administrative and legislative action to ensure financial stability and predictability in the Medicare physician payment system. They need to be able to promote and reward value-based care innovation, and they have to create safeguards. They have to safeguard timely access to high-quality care by advancing the health equity and reducing disparities. Now, I sent a message to a congressman that I personally know by the name of Drew Ferguson here in Georgia. And Congressman Ferguson was good enough to respond to me uh, when, and, and I'll share with you. Here's what I sent to him. Congressman Ferguson, can you please share with me so I can share with all of my listeners my physician group practices and hospitals, where Congress is on reversing the Medicare fee schedule pay cut and holding off on the PAYGO sequestration for 2023. And the congressman responded, quote, Sean, the Medicare fee schedule cuts and the PAYGO waiver appear tied to whatever year-end package the Senate can get together. I believe 
there is a 60-40 chance a year-end omnibus bill gets put together and passed before the end of the year. We all recognize the incredible negative impact on providers and do not want to see those things happen. Unfortunately, the issue will not move by itself, but will have to be included in the omnibus package. Well, thank you, Congressman. I appreciate your candor. Uh, I appreciate you getting back to me um, on this matter. But for those of you listening to this, if you take what Congressman Ferguson said at the very end, which is, unfortunately, the issue will not move by itself, but will have to be included in the omnibus package. That means that in order to do the right thing for physicians, it's going to be tied to all kinds of other spending that the Congress wants. And that could be a huge problem, given our current deficit, given the inflation rate, given the fact that the Fed is getting ready to increase interest rates right before Christmas. Not good. Folks, you got to pay attention to this stuff. You got to go to your societies. You got to get them advocating on behalf of your specialties. These associations can no longer function as organizations that are simply in the business for providing CEUs, CMEs, and selling books. They need to get a serious advocacy program. They need to get people on Capitol Hill because the insurance companies, they are the most powerful lobbying group in the world. And that's the only way we're going to level the playing field. This is a serious issue, and we've got to take action if we want this industry to survive. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been a Daily Dose episode. This will be the very last episode of 2023, barring something crazy happening. So with that said, I want to say thank you to each and every single one of you who have tuned in, logged on, and hung out with me, all of my special guests throughout 2022. You have helped to make this podcast a top 10 podcast here in the United States, and a top 3% podcast globally. I want to thank all of my guests who appeared on the Compliance Guy program in 2022. I look forward to welcoming a lot of them back in 2023 and a whole host of new guests, bringing new perspectives, new information to ensure that you, as a healthcare professional, armed with the most accurate current information available. We will be back on January 2nd with the very first coding and compliance roundtable of 2023. I can't wait to hang out with all my friends on that panel again. We will have a legal panel starting in January as well, and we'll be pushing out all kinds of information to you uh, throughout the remainder of December 
2022. All right. So until we meet again in January, remember, be good to yourself, but more importantly, I'll be good to each other. Take care. You've been listening to The Compliance Guy. Sean has been doing this for 28 years. He holds 10 national board certifications. He's a partner and the vice president of compliance for Doctors Management, LLC. He's a subject matter expert in federal court. He's lectured at the most prestigious institutions. He's engaged with members of Congress in both chambers. So what we're saying is he's qualified? We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find us on social media at The Compliance Guy. See you next time on The Compliance Guy.